the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hi, Mom. Hi, Allie. Nice to see you. You as well. How are you feeling? Um, I'm doing better. I'm tired of wearing this brace. I don't know why you do. Oh. You know, Mom, this is, I think this is kind of like the result of years of hating on belts. You're right. You're it's right. coming back to bite you it now. Is. Mm-hmm. And not only just a belt, I mean like this, it's really like a heavyweight championship belt. Yes. If you've ever and seen you should wear it as such. Yeah. You should be you should be in good... like a leotard. Oh yes. And yes. leg warmers. No, the only good with thing with your it hair does. flowing free like <laughs> Superwoman. It does kind of hold in all those extra rolls that you have around your middle. <laughs> not that you have, but that I have. Right. And so it does work well for that, but just getting in and out of a car, it like kind of goes up. Yeah. And it's, you know. Well, not if you're the most wondering what the heck, um, Harmony surgery. had a little back surgery, but is recovering nicely. Yes. And the point is, you don't have as much pain, right, Mom? No. And that is the good news. So yeah. um, I, I feel very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, well, let's. We have lots to talk about today. I'm so excited that Nicole Jennings um, from Queen Anna um, Fa- House of Fashion in the North Loop is going to join us a little later. Also wanted to tell everyone, um, thanks to Hope, the beauty pics that we had last week from Fatima Olive are on our website. Oh, great. Um, so you can go to my that talk 1071. really on top of things. Oh, she is so on top of things. <laughs> and Fatima talked to us last week about, you know, playing up your eyes because you're wearing a mask and maybe yep. not as concerned with your lipstick. Um, speaking of which, we're going to talk beauty and kind of how the industry is coping and some new developments um, in a little while. Um, but first, I think we just have to talk about the article that Everyone in the fashion industry is buzzing about this yeah. week. And, and I that read it is, and I can't bring it up right now, but I remember. Did you hit your max on the New York Times website? I did. I did. Well, that's the problem. But I thought I had put it in Maybe my Maybe you mail, should subscribe. You have to support the free press if you I want do. it to be there for I you. I know. Yes. Okay. Well, the cover story of this weekend's New York Times magazine is sweatpants forever. Didn't it have a question mark? No, oh, okay. there is no question oh, mark. Thought, okay. And I think that's part of the point. There is no yeah. question mark. Um, it's really well done. It is a really in-depth story, oh, which is. also just for an option, if you're like, this is too long for me to read, you can listen to it. I love that the New York Times is doing this now where you can actually listen to the article. It's like a 40 minute oh, um, I didn't know that. listen. But anyway, the the article talks about how the pa- the fashion industry was already starting to unravel before the pandemic right and what happens now that no one has a reason to dress up and it's pretty sobering and it's pretty like i don't see how we go back well it does kind of go into detail of all the things that have happened what is the man's name and that's why Matt I can't bring so, this up So it's so well done so Irina Alexander um kind of tells this whole story of the fashion industry and the excess and the ridiculousness some of the things that we often talk about with right. a laugh but yet when you really look at what it costs um and she tells this story kind of through the lens of Scott Sternberg Oh right okay. who was the founder of a very hot brand for a short period of time 
called Band of Outsiders. Yeah. Band of Outsiders mm. was like super hipster, you know, geek chic cool with skinny ties when that was the big yeah. thing and then became a full online, you know, Michelle Obama wore one of his dresses, celebrities loved it and then it fell apart. Yeah. And the fashion industry didn't know where Scott Sternberg went. Well, it turns out Scott Sternberg started a line of sweatpants that has grown. Wait, what is it called? I forget the name of it. Something forever? No, no. That's the name of the story. Um, It is. It's called Entire World. Entire World. Entire World. And April 24th was the highest grossing day in company history. On a typical day before the pandemic, they would sell maybe 46 sweats. Yeah. Sweatshirts, sweatpants. On April 24th, interesting that April 24th, I don't know if it was just sort of building to this, but that was the highest grossing day. Sales went up 662% wow. in March over the prior year. Crazy. So it isn't that people stop buying. It's just, and we've talked about this before, but what does it mean for the whole industry at large? I mean, this story in the New York Times Magazine, if you lo- if you are interested in fashion at all or business or really any anything, if you wear clothes, if you wear clothes it's a really exactly. interesting interesting read and basically talks about how why would fashion shows ever come back what well, purpose do they serve this whole cycle of you know fall and spring right, and that's selling the clothes six months in advance because that had even been talked about a little before the pandemic yeah that you know people want things why not show fall things in the fall right. or spring things in the spring well i think what the article does so well is it explains how we got here and how you know that that cycle as we've discussed came from a time when you had to show the clothes so that buyers of the big department stores could say, we want to carry that. And then there would be time to actually produce it. But what happened is the Internet. Yeah. And when suddenly everybody could see that in real time, which was really never meant to be seen. Right. Those shows are supposed to be a mystique about it. Well, right. And and those shows were they served an industry purpose. They were about you know, showing the buyers and the retailers what they could make and then doing the deals to get the merchandise there. It wasn't supposed to be for the public, but suddenly it became for the public. And then it became about the celebrities and who was in the front row and upping the ante and creating, you know, spending a bazillion dollars putting on these shows to what end? Exactly. And And, and the celebrities became the big thing. It wasn't suddenly the editors or the buyers that were there. It was what, what, stars can right, you get to sit right. in the and front what, row. What was really coming out of it and then this added pressure on the industry that when those pictures are available and the shows are being live streamed and people are Instagramming it, suddenly there's a demand. People want that stuff now. Yeah. And so then the designers had to start churning out more seasons and doing resort season and doing a mid-season and then they tried doing seasonless clothing yeah. because they couldn't <laughs> possibly keep up and just talking well, about added this. Bedazzling. And different things on on sweaters I was reading and and all of this to make things a little more interesting and bring it up to date. It it's kind of ridiculous. It is. And um But and here's it's my really... question though. What? Do you know it's so hard to even think past what we're going through now because you know, we really don't know when this is going to come to an end. And obviously there are going to be big changes that will be permanent. But 
do you, I can see where within the industry, certainly there will be these changes, but do you really think that once God willing, sooner rather than later, people can go back to going to parties and going to weddings and out for dinner and all of that? Do you really think people aren't going to go back to buying more than sweatpants? I do. I do. I, I think it will cycle like everything. I think the the question is, well, I mean, are, are pe- the question is, how is the industry going to be set up? Yeah. Is it going to be, you know, department stores with just gobs of merchandise on racks sitting there that gets discounted before the season even starts? Or is the whole system and the whole process going to be completely disrupted? Will there still be clothing stores? Will people still love fashion? Will they want to get dressed? Yes, I think so. I I think things will cycle. I think you're seeing that even now. I think look at how we've immediately jumped on using our face masks as accessories. We all want to express ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we're finding things that right now feel comfortable and practical but that's giving way to dresses that you wear at home and you know and other yeah i i I think we will in fact one of one of my concerns is some of the you know there's always good things that come out of bad and some of the good things that you'd like to see stay i just wonder if when this is all behind us will everybody go back to just being the way they were before and I I, I think not. we're beyond that. I, I don't know what right. what do you guys think? What I mean do you do you are you excited for a time when it makes sense to put on high heels again? Do you want to get dressed up in crazy jackets and beautiful blouses that aren't maybe the most practical but express yourself? I don't know. 651-641-1071. How do you how do you feel? Are you tired of your sweats or are you loving it? Here's just one little excerpt from this article um, before we before we go to break. And and I think this indicates kind of the bigger question at hand, which is does this pandemic push the industry, retail and fashion to just completely rethink everything? So here's a little excerpt. The fashion cycle stopped making sense. Despite dwindling budgets, thousands of people were still flying all over the world every two months Mm -hmm. for fashion shows. Designers started to crack under the pace, most notably John Galliano. Remember Mm. this? Who attributed his 2011 anti-Semitic rant and subsequent firing from Dior to work-related stress. And the clothes themselves got kind of weird. The sped-up calendar gave birth to seasonless dressing, a trend of Frankenstein clothing items, toeless boots. Remember those? (laughs) Sleeveless coats. You get it. When you're delivering fall in July, it's not really about the weather anymore this might have been the time to rethink things instead everyone doubled down and made more stuff yeah and that's the problem yep we will discuss beauty next when we get back you're listening to shop girls on my talk 1071 Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So um, we will post a link to that New York Times Magazine article, Sweatpants uh, Forever, that we were talking about. Give it a read. I'm so curious what you all think and, and what you're thinking about fashion and and not what you're wearing now. We know what you've been wearing now. We know. We've talked about yeah. that. But where does it go from here? So another industry that is trying to figure that out 
very question out is beauty. Have you needed mom to like replace any of your staples? Like, have you run out of any lipstick or any of your well, regular products? I, lipstick I have, and I've been having problems with that. Why? But because I, well, I talked about the Maybelline lipstick last oh, yes. week and this one color that I like, I can't figure out where I could find the color. I, it, just doesn't come up when I go to Target. I even went to Maybelline's website, and so I've been having trouble where with you, that. Where do you normally buy it? Target. Oh, or yet yeah, or Walgreens. I've actually bought it at Walgreens too. Okay, but I can't seem to find number two. Your shipped, your shipped friends can't help you. I, you know, I have to ask. I forgot. Yeah, I'll have to do that. But the other thing that I just did order from Sephora. After having a discussion with our favorite Fatima Olive, mm-hmm, the right. beauty expert, yep, because I was running out of my lip, no, not lip, my cheek, um, whatever you call it, actually, it's cheek, your, whatever, it, yeah. it's cheeks and lips. Uh huh. It's Milk is the name of the company. Okay. And it's called Work. The color W E R K. Okay. And I didn't know I couldn't find it. But she found it for me. Apparently, I thought they didn't make it anymore. And she told me she thought that was the best color. It's a dusty rose. Mm -hmm. And she even found it at Sephora for me. And then I went on and I did order it. And you ordered it. Yes. I did a little curbside pickup yesterday of some beauty essentials at Nordstrom. Lovely service. Yeah. Couldn't have have been simpler. Um, But it does kind of beg the question. It's one thing to replace the products that you already know. But how in the world are we ever going to find new shades again? How are we going to decide? Would you ever buy a, a fragrance, a perfume that you had never smelled no but the only thing that i do remember when i would buy something in a department store you know even if you had tried uh you tested a lipstick or something you know it's not the same as when you get home and you really put it on and yeah. you wear it and all that they would always take it back oh there's no returns no, that's now the, yeah that's i over. mean that was how it worked so the beauty then. industry is reeling to say the least there's been a, a a slight rebound i mean it basically tanked completely in february and march yeah things are showing signs of rebound but it's definitely changing sure. and in the the stores if you've been in a department store there is no sampling there are no makeovers no. all of the th- reasons why you would go to the beauty counter are gone yep will they come back who knows but the but the point is beauty companies can't wait they have to figure something out i had a really interesting conversation this week with our friend sue remish beauty yep. industry expert who happens to be based in minneapolis and is spending more time in minneapolis than ever before right she was normally, traveling the globe right normally she's times. jetting around the world so i did a q a with her that we'll put a link to on the shop girls page uh, you know where she talked about just the the innovation that is required and how you go direct to consumer and how you you use, you know, virtual try-ons. I thought this was super in- interesting. I don't know if you had, a t- had time to look at this article that I, I posted this morning. Okay, so are you familiar with this um, delivery service, GoPuff? Have I either of you it. heard of this? Hope, do you know it? I have not. Okay, they actually deliver in the Twin Cities. I looked it okay. up. Oh, they do, because I, so, I couldn't find that in the article. GoPuff is a um, delivery service. They started out with grocery, ac- alcohol, and snack delivery. Hmm. Started in 2013, and you'd kind of feel like, do, does the world really need another service? Well, guess what? Cody, Cody, one of the big right. 
beauty brands, which Cody is the parent company to CoverGirl, Rimmel, Rimmel or Rimmel? Rimmel, Okay. Sally Sally Hansen, Hansen, you know, big brands. Right. They just partnered. And so for the first time, GoPuff is kind of dipping into beauty so that you could say, I need this nail polish stat and you could get it delivered in 30 minutes to your door. Really? Wow. And I think that is a really interesting sign of where beauty is headed. That isn't going to help you as far as trying things again, though. It is not. That's only a delivery thing. Instead of you going to curbside, they're bringing it to you. Well, I mean, I think the beauty industry has a few problems, you know? I mean, they've got... I didn't realize from your story that you did um, with, with Sue, I knew it was a big industry. I didn't realize $500 billion dollar industry yeah globally that's a beauty. lot of money yeah we spend a lot of money we sure on do skin care and lotions and, and, and potions why are and... we now all just fine with not having makeup on i don't to know if we extent. because we use filters that's why ah <laughs> why didn't you tell me that that's what i should have been doing yeah oh, no kidding okay. um i i just think you know we're rethinking everything i think obviously beauty is going to have to get more clever about samples but then like if they were to just send out you know uh, uh, send you a pack of samples there's the waste there's yep. the packaging mm-hmm. there's the expense so that has to be figured out. And then there's just getting you to buy more. You know, I mean, when you're when you're not in stores, it's like you just you wait until you it's need to replace things. You're right. like, oh, I'll just try another lipstick yeah. color or. Well, and she was also talking about how they're trying to come up with new ways of doing samples. Yeah. Things that are eco friendly and, you know, so that it's not contributing to more waste and all of that. Right. Right. So anyway, um, look up Go Puff if you want to try that. And then meanwhile, speaking of no uh, makeup, how about your friend Alicia Keys? Yeah, she is doing um, a collection that's very interesting with Elf, which I just found out. I never knew what Elf Beauty E period, L period, F period stands for, but it's eyes, lips, face, which I guess that makes so much sense. It sure does. (laughs) I never knew. So she is (laughs) going to be um, launching a new beauty brand that she says the brand brings new meaning to beauty by honoring ritual in our daily lives and practicing intention in every action. Okay. Here, I thought it was just to make us look better. I'm sorry. Can we just have one second? Yeah. Love Alicia Keys. Love that she has committed to being makeup free. But did we not know when she went down this path that it was eventually going to lead to To a a makeup collection? Yeah, to a line. So is she not going to wear it? Well, she says that showing off her skins helped her feel more confident. She said, I swear by it, the strongest, most empowered, most free, and most honestly beautiful I have ever felt. But she said, everybody has to do their own thing. You can go makeup free. You can wear makeup. That is interesting spin. Interesting spin. It is when you get the big box. She's got to pay for that amazing new house that I just saw on Million Dollar Listing. Oh, Oh, so cool. Okay, Okay, we have more beauty news that we'll talk about. But later, because we've got to talk to Nicole Jennings next. Okay. Stick around. Thanks for tuning in to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So delighted to welcome our next guest. She is the one and only Nicole Jennings, a fashion guru, style icon, founder and owner of a great store right here in the North Loop called Queen Anna House of Fashion. And we're excited to check in. Hi, Nicole. 
Hi, thank you for having me. Well, thanks for finding the time to join us. I know things have been rather busy for you between running your busy household and (laughs) uh, running your business and everything that's been going on in the world. So just catch us up a little bit. I mean, how how are things? How are things in the North Loop? How's the store? Um, Things in the North Loop are they're active. I think that once the restaurants opened up, we started to see our similar traffic flow from um, street perspective and the stores doing well. We've done a lot of pivoting since COVID that we've continued on with. So we're thriving. So I'm grateful. Well, that's really good to hear. I noticed, I mean, I know you guys have introduced new options, whether it's curbside and appointments and what what's working? What How are people wanting to shop right now? Um, well, I think more or less what we recognize is when people come in the store, they're very, um, they're looking to shop. Like everyone's still starting to come out and we're obviously offering curbside pickup, in-app shipping and things of that nature. But when you see people out and not, um, I don't want to say risking it because we're safe, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) But when you're, you know, going out against when you don't have to, I guess that's the best way to put it. You're going out purposely looking. So I think the people that come in the store are more intense intent to buy sure that makes sense do you obviously you must take precautions do people have to wear face masks when they're in your store oh yeah yes they do absolutely without a question we we actually did a big long series of instagram stories kind of going through once we started opening back up because i know that that was going to be the top of in mine as well but top of everyone's questions about how is it to shop and we did, we did a lot and still are doing a lot of different things to air from air filters to masks to right. steaming garments and things of that to nature. To make it a safe well, experience. And the thing is, Nicole, as we've been discussing, I mean, shopping in a boutique feels just inherently so much safer right. and more comfortable than being in a big space where there are lots of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why when we had to, you know, count the number of people in the store, the number that I was allotted, I was like, that is like. That's an event number. I don't really have. I don't really have that amount uh, on a, any given basis. So I was grateful for that. And I mean, and again, my staff has been super, you know, hands on with it. We, we have gloves now, even when we're handling garments. So sure. yeah, um, yeah. Thank you, Nicole. First. Um, in case somebody doesn't know, it hasn't been to Queen Anne. Tell tell everybody what you carry, the kind of merchandise you carry. Um, women's clothing and accessories, um, shoes, and they're often small independent lines. So um, unique designers and the silhouettes are timeless. So we don't really do a whole lot of trend. And then we are specialty day to nightwear, so office to dinner. So many good things. I'm so curious, Nicole, what are people buying right now? Are they dressing um, like they're going out? You know, honestly, so there's demo, right? The demographic of people. So the people who are younger, um, in between of age 26 to Mm 30-ish, they are going out um, to different functions, whether it be outdoors or a wedding um, and things of that nature. And then anybody above that, what I found is that they're really heavy on accessories. Mm. As well as, um, you know, I, we can't keep a mask 
that's for sure. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> the number of masks that we go through any given week, but then also work from home wear. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Which is what? What is your ideal work from home wear, Nicole Jennings? Because you're always stylish. Well, so that's the thing. So you, if you're asking me, I feel like my ideal work from home wear would be the same thing if I were in the store. So um, even during the time of when COVID was going on, I even got tired of seeing my kids in leggings. So I was <laughs> like, let's, let's put those away and go get your fancy clothes, for, fancy for fun Fridays at our house, like top to bottom, head to toe. But for most, like the average person, like who has really got a lot going on and really have to hyper-focus in, in an office setting, um, what I'm seeing a lot of is just really nice tops and blouses um, accessories uh, for sure, earrings and necklaces, so that you know if you're on a Zoom and you are, you know, only just your waist up, then realistically speaking, just a nice blazer and a blouse and sure. good to go. Top up, that's for sure. Um, Nicole, you posted um, an amazing picture that I think was taken in the North Loop uh, a week or two ago. You're wearing a T-shirt that says, I'm going to win. And then you've got Mm -hmm. like an amazing, is that a skirt? Is it pants? What is happening on the bottom? It's so fun to see bottoms. (laughs) Yes, actually. So that is actually, they're pants, they're silk. um, And they're just kind of like airy, walk and open up look like a skirt type of a pant mm-hmm. um and those are ones that it's actually washable silk so that wow. vendor just wa- yeah wash and let dry hang dry and as long as there's no splatting like spots on it then yeah. it's like no no stain well that but, that, would, um, that would be a good way to elevate your uh, work from home yeah and you can put all kinds machine. of different tops with that yeah for sure um, yes. So, Nicole, then, of course, in addition to the coronavirus pandemic, we have racial unrest and a summer of really a lot of pain here in Minneapolis and everywhere. You um, were involved uh, in Share the Mic. You've been doing a lot to lift up the community. And I know you have an event coming up called Elevate and Amplify. Can you tell us about it? Absolutely. It's something that we literally have um, crafted to literally do just that, um, elevate and amplify um, Black businesses. Uh, This is, August is National Black Business Month. And so it just was really fitting to be able to, again, take to the platform that I've been allotted to amplify the uh, someone else. It's not always about me. I'm a firm believer that there is enough success in the world for us all to win, which is why that shirt is so um, key for me. Um, because even when I am bringing someone along for the journey or helping them out in some manner, that doesn't ever mean that I won't be on top or we can't be there together. So I am excited to partner with um, businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but nationally, um, to bring to the table what it is that they offer. Mm-hmm. So, so are you bringing new brands in or what, what's, the, what's the opportunity oh. for shoppers who want to be part of this? Absolutely. Everything's virtual. Okay. Safety first, going back to that concept. Um, so it's a, we, what we've done is created a virtual shopping mall. So there'll be shopping hours where each of the vendors will have like a storefront, a virtual storefront, where you can come and go and look at all of the different designs, ask questions. Um, it'll be uh, broken out by men's and women's wear um, and then accessories and shoes. And then uh, one day we have a day called Local Love. 
And um, in accompanying that, we'll also be having breakout sessions where we will be talking about the things that a lot of people might have questions about or want to even get to know more about in regards to a diversity, equity, and inclusion, and um, lots of fun breakout and needed conversations that are, are still going on that we continue, we will continue to amplify I love um, it. as a part of our messaging. Yeah, that's so great. And so that'll be online at the Queen Anna website. And no, so you'll have to register. So the breakout sessions is a paid ticket. The shopping portion will be uh, free. So the free version is going to the boutiques, breakout sessions, and VIP sponsor events. Those will be the ones that will be part of the paid ticket. So literally, it'll be like an expo. Oh, I love it. So to get more information, it's on Facebook. Okay, they can just Facebook go to Facebook and my website too. Yep. So, okay. and it's called Elevate, Elevate and Amplify a Black Business Experience. Really interesting yes. and I uh I look forward to to being part of that and to to uh seeing what what all is uh going on. Meanwhile, Nicole, we know that you're always juggling your business life, your public life and your family. You are a very busy mom. How has it been going with all the staying home? Honestly, it's been going well. I really have found my silver linings in it all. Um I think that us being home allowed for us to slow down and recognize that we didn't necessarily need to be doing all the moving that we needed to be doing to feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Um, It it definitely allowed for the world to see what's going on around us. Um, And I don't think that, you know, without that time of quietude and just being at home, that it would have gotten the the attention that it needed from a social uh, um, unrest perspective but i know that for me we have loved and loved and loved on one another and i i am looking forward to you know getting back in the normal when the kids go back to school but um i've enjoyed our time how, yeah, how old are sure. the kids now nicole oh man i have a 13 year old who's taller than me and it breaks my heart every day <laughs> 13 11 um nine and seven Okay, Okay, that'll keep you busy. And for anyone who doesn't know, Nicole's husband, Greg, former Minnesota Viking, former professional football player, now um, you'll hear him analyzing. And Nicole, is he now doing bodybuilding? What am I seeing on Instagram? (laughs) He is. And as I just had a sticky bun for breakfast, right? Like, this is difficult. More for you. scenario, right? Yes, but he is definitely doing that and um he is full-blown health conscious around here wow yeah um so he's also training my 13 year old for some um jump training and strength training for volleyball um and just really full force this is it's always he's always been a health nut in that space but Uh he's taking it to another level like we normally do in this house oh boy (laughs) there it is the jennings household always something going on well everybody if you're out and about be sure to stop by queen anna you can shop any way that feels comfortable to you and nicole thanks for continuing to to bring the fashion and the inspiration to the twin cities Thank you so much for having me. Great, yeah, talk, great, talk. great to talk to you. We'll put a link to Elevate and Amplify on the Shop Girls page so everyone can click that and learn more. Great to hear from you, Nicole. We'll be back with more Shop Girls right after this. Another Lori and Julia moment. This singer, with help from her Twitter followers, put a hex 
on Donald Trump in 2017. Who is she? Sinead O'Connor? Something Del something. Oh, the Delray shows. The, the Una Del Una Del Trace. See, quiet. I can't think of that babbling. Una Del Trace? It's Del Rey. There you go. Oh, Lord, you get it. Una Del Trace. That's a good one. Every week you come up with a gem. That yeah. was <laughs> Oh my god. The scrambled mind oh, and the scrambled tongue are a beautiful thing. Jeez. Oh my god. Lori and Julia. Listen live or podcast at any time at mytalk1071.com or on the MyTalk app. Hi. I may not be much of a cook, but I do know my takeout options, often thanks to Stephanie March. But yes. my mother is still talking about a sandwich that oh I brought God. her last was, night. You know, I mean, I was <laughs> I was extra hungry. It's true. But it was the best bacon, lettuce, tomato, and avocado sandwich. Yeah. Crisp bacon like I've never had. It yeah. was the best. I told you it was going to be good. Still dream- from grocers. From the grocer's table. table new in Wyzetta. Oh. And a good, a perfect place. I mean, you know, it's like, gosh, anything opening right now, you're like, really? But what a perfect kind of place because it's really good for takeout. They have yeah. a lot of packaged things and they have, a, they have a whole menu of sandwiches and salads that are ready for takeout. They'll do curbside or you can, you know, order it online and just pick and, it up. Well. And, Yep. It was, you earned extra points last night. Well, I'm you waiting for my tip. Did. Still waiting. The tip is, don't bet on horses. Okay, good. <laughs> well, we have it. a couple of tips of the style <laughs> variety. It's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? I can't she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose Look Is It Anyway? start mom are you going to be wearing a puffer jacket this month um well you know it's so cool outside yeah yeah in case you uh, didn't feel like you were getting enough wear right. of your puffy coats right. here in minnesota but if you're ariana grande mm-hmm. then obviously, and i wish i was <laughs> Bobby, you wear a puffer jacket yes in 80 degree weather um she was seen wearing a she was out in la in a lavender puffer jacket because you know you want it to be stylish right um she had this sort of athleisure look you know the cropped top you know bare belly high-waisted jeans fanny pack dior fanny pack not just any fanny pack um and boots but just kind of draped cash over Mm -hmm. her shoulders was a puffer jacket why like what do you think she was thinking she was thinking they will take my picture uh-huh. And it will be in all the magazines. Right. It will be online. I was and thinking people will talk about maybe me. it was laundry day and all of her hoodies were <laughs> oh, dirty. Well, and she I thought, suppose. I got to throw something on over this tiny, skimpy little sports bra. Yeah. Maybe I'll just wear one of my puffy coats. I suppose that's possible, but I'm guessing, I'm really guessing it was for the picture. Don't you think? There could I, have been air conditioning involved. Maybe that was it. It could be, could be. Yeah. Don't you think that the pressure on celebrities to plan their outings for coffee, oh. which I don't really understand why they are still going out for coffee quite as much <laughs> as the rest of us are just making it at home. Right. We haven't gotten an espresso yet. But, <laughs> but you have to think that there's so much pressure because it's like, this is how they're keeping themselves in the, in the spotlight. Yeah. No. Being and photographed when they, where else are they going? No, it just walks with their dog. Yes. They do a lot, lot of, walks. of walks with their dog. A lot of walks, but some beach time. Can you imagine really 
thinking that every time you go out your door, you have to make sure you look good. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I don't think I could handle that pressure. Yeah. Well, thank goodness you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you know Although I did see some lurkers when you've been, you know, oh. walking with your back brace oh, on. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of lurkers. Sure People are. are waiting. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, um, here's... How about, oh, I was going to say, uh, speaking of going out, how oh, about yeah. Katie, Holmes? Katie Holmes? She yeah. was back on the street. Well, thank God for the paparazzi. Oh, she, my goodness. She came out. Well, in yes, in Styles, that it had been a long time, and yes. they were really upset, but now she had five different outfits. That they were looking at. But the one that she was wearing that, I mean, I can't say that I liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, She was wearing a denim pencil skirt. Yeah. But it's at a really strange length. Yes. It's not not even just below the knee. And yet it's not midi. It's calf. It hits the calf. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think it was possible for Katie Holmes to not look super great yeah but this is not a flattering i think it just goes to show that you can have the best legs in the world but a skirt that hits right in the middle of the widest part of your calf is not right and i mean she's wearing of course the white tee and her black birkenstocks which seem to be it doesn't help any shoes of the day but um i guess you know denim skirts are big but this length i don't think is flattering to her or anyone else I would so agree. I'm taking a pass on that. Me too. Actually. Passing on the um, Kathleen. So, you know, skirt. we have to talk beauty looks that, you know, or or equipment. I don't know if you use a vibrator on your face. On your face. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> on your face. Oh, my God. Um, but Tony Braxton does. Okay. Um, and you know you this why? very red just <laughs> Tony Braxton did a little tutorial for Vogue and she was showing her whole beauty routine and she said the thing that she uses and she said she has to be honest is a vibrator which she gently presses under her eye line under eye area. She said she calls it a face tingler. A lot of euphemisms. (laughs) She said, it tingles the muscles in my face and gets them activated and working. And then she went on to say, I haven't used it on anything else other than my face. Okay, just FYI. And she said she sometimes does put the vibrator in her freezer to keep it cold. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of rubs it on her face and it activates all of those muscles. And but some skin professionals say that it really isn't that different from some of the skincare tools yeah. that you can get out there, you know, like a Clarisonic would be, or even the um, stones, you know, that you right. work on your face. Right, right. But she it just said, sounds more sensational. It does, and it it got her some press. Yes, but it she apparently um, that is what gives her really good skin. So uh, okay. I don't. Know. Well, I mean, if you want to try it, you give it a try well, and let me know how uh, it goes. Or maybe could, don't. Maybe don't. <laughs> maybe we just don't maybe need to discuss don't. this again. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, how are you feeling, Mom, about cottage core? Are you going there? Well, I have to admit, I had not been familiar with cottage core before this, mm. but I don't think I am. But why don't you tell everybody what it is? Well, cottage core is the new trend, obviously getting its name from norm core, right. which was right. the thing, you know, a few years ago, which was like anti-fashion. Yeah. Cottage core is basically Taylor Swift. 
It's basically, yes, and we discussed that a couple weeks ago when Stephanie was here, actually, just how influential she is, but how it's playing right into this moment that was already starting to happen. It's the idea of, like, billowy dresses and floral patterns, puffy sleeves. And just everything is happy. It's like Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yeah, like you just, you run through the meadow with flowers. I do that a lot, don't you? Yes, it's very realistic. Um, But it is um, it is happening in a huge way on um, excuse me, on both Instagram and TikTok. But is it happening in the real world? That's the question. Well, I don't know. Hope, do you know? Maybe (laughs) are your friends going cottage core? I haven't seen them all yet for a while, but I really don't think they're doing this Hope, look i saw you just last week running through the meadow oh, <laughs> harmony well i wasn't just, talking about me i was saying my friends aren't oh. <laughs> <laughs> who knows um, what i'm doing okay so here uh vox media interviewed some young um women who are sporting this trend um and they said you know here's what it looks like it's doilies and snails and one girl was quoted saying her grandma said you look more like a grandma than i do (laughs) (laughs) that explains all of it that's very cute but i will tell you my 15 year old son knows all about cottagecore and he's mocking all of the girls his age who are taking cottagecore tiktoks Oh, interesting. It's a thing. Okay. It's a thing. That's this week's thing. Yes. <laughs> Stick around. We'll take your questions.